The Adventures of Katie Harrell. Once a week on Saturdays, I highlight one person who has inspired me by their adventurousness. Sometimes it's a famous person, or sometimes it's just someone who's so awesome they should be famous. I met Katie because I was trying to host a conference, and uh, my friend Heather introduced me to uh, Katie because Katie had just been planning um, her own uh, get-together. And we had the craziest conversation because we had never talked before, but she was from the area where I was currently living, and there were just all these little things that we were like, wait, what? Or her her husband was from that area, so she had a lot of these connections. Uh, Anyway, maybe I'm getting details wrong, but um, I'm super excited for you to hear from her. She is amazing and full of just great things to say about adventure and you know I I wasn't even sure like when we met like that wasn't the connection it wasn't because of adventure it was like I said because of the conferences we were doing but as I looked at the stuff like just really her Instagram um, she has a lot about traveling and she has her own podcast so I figured she would be comfortable with being on the show and sharing her thoughts but I also was super inspired by how she took some time off of social media in order to make a freaking Airbnb with her husband. So we're going to talk about that today. I am super pumped. But first, I asked Katie about what inspired her to start going on adventures. So first off, thank you so much for inviting me on your show. I am so excited to do this. And I love the first question, what inspired you to start taking adventures? Because in order to answer that properly, there has to be a little bit of a back storytelling. And that comes from growing up in a home where we didn't really have a lot of money and having this huge imagination of the things I wanted to create in the world and who I wanted to be in the world. And because of that vivid imagination, it really helped shape the direction that I want to take in my life and the places that I want to go in my life. And that had a huge impact on me going forward was growing up in that environment and wanting more and wanting to see more of the world um, and just see more in day-to-day life in terms of adventure. So, yes. I did not even realize that until I listened to her recording, but that, I mean, I can relate to that so much. Like that was a very similar thing for me. It was almost like, oh, I had to wait for adventure or I had to make up my own, you know, where I was or it wouldn't happen because we weren't just going on these big trips all the time. I had to wait and look forward to those and dream about those before, you know, I think I've said I was like 19 before I went on my first flight. And it was, my first flight was, you know, like 20, 18 hours, I don't know, to London and then Kenya. So Um, but I really, I think waiting helped me because I wasn't just sick of it as a kid being drug around wherever anyone else wanted to go. It was like, no, I'm going to go as soon as I can to where I've been dreaming of going. Anyway, I just wanted to know some of Katie's favorite places that she's been. 
So luckily in my adult life, I've gotten to travel all over the United States from Florida to New York, Tennessee, all over um, with my husband, Scott. But some of my favorite places are definitely beaches. And one of the big things that we talked about early in our marriage was we wanted to see the beaches of the world. So we've been to the U.S. Virgin Islands. St. Thomas is one of my favorites. Um, And my probably absolute favorite trip to date is definitely Belize. We went to Belize um, for my husband's 30th birthday. And it was just an incredible experience to really dive into a full culture Um, And it was really fascinating to see how people on um, all over the world live, but especially on an island like that, I saw awful wealth distribution and poverty like I'd never seen before. And so that opened my eyes in many ways. I'm so thankful for that experience. Okay. Well, I now have new places that I want to go, thanks to her. Um, But next I asked her about things that we can do to add adventure to our lives. I always love hearing what other people have to say about that because that's something I talk about on the podcast like all the time, but it's great to have a different perspective and new ideas for how to add adventure. So I think we can add adventure in our life in so many ways. It can be something as simple as going for a bike ride or even taking a new route home. I think we grossly underestimate our routine and how how we get in this like matrix of a routine of wake up, maybe you exercise, you go to work, you come home. And anything that takes you or shifts your perspective out of that is an adventure in itself. And so I think giving yourself permission to take the long way home, go for a bike ride, maybe go to a yoga class or do something that is a little out of your norm. I think that is how you start to add adventure into your everyday life. And that's how I adventure in my life. And to to be really honest, literally yesterday, my husband and I just bought bikes for the first time in like 10 years. And so um, literally going through it right now, trying to add a little bit more adventure into my life. I love that because yes, I definitely get into a routine because it is so helpful to do that. And, but we, we know we try to be like super efficient with everything But then sometimes the most efficient, I guess you could say, um, way of doing something is by making it take longer because then it's helping you see things a different way. It's giving you uh, that refreshment in your life so that you're able to enjoy your life and then get back to your routine and be more excited about it instead of seeing it as a drudgery. I knew there was a reason I asked her to be on this show. She is amazing. Okay, so now I want to hear a tip from her about how to add adventure. So she told us some ways that we could, but like, what is her tip that helps her in her life? So a tip to adding more adventure to your life, you know, I would say this, First things first is I believe you really have to go inward and define what adventure in your life means to you because it means something different for everybody because adventure for some person might be oh go get their nails done for the first time in five years and that's this cool adventure. Another person it might be climbing to the top of a mountain, right? And so I think that my first tip is to really sit with yourself and get incredibly clear on what it is you want to do in the world and what you want to do with your life and with your time. And I think the more that you sit and go inward that you're going to actually really find all the answers that you're looking for. So in terms of a tip, sit with yourself 
and then start to start to define what you want out of your life and then take action on that definition every single day. Um, whether that's speaking out, whether that's going for a walk, riding bikes, etc. But taking time to to sit with yourself and that's going to go so much further than any tip I can actually give somebody. Oh my goodness, she's giving even better answers than I imagined. Like, oh my God, I can't wait. I'm like, this makes me excited to just keep interviewing people. Cause I'm like, oh, like their answers will start being repetitive and all the same. Like, no, this is really giving me great perspective for my own life. Even though I've been talking about adventure every day for gosh, like two months now. I feel like Katie is such a professional adventurer and I didn't even know it. So I really want to know what you come up with from taking that time to really think about adventure in your own life and what it means to you. I want to know what adventure means for you and how you're going to start implementing that in your life. Please, please, please send me a voice message. Oh, that would be so cool if a lot of people did this and I could just make an episode about, you know, just like less than a minute of each person sharing what adventure means for them and like or give an example of an adventure one that you're going to go on that was inspired by this episode so um, you can find the link for that in the show notes and of course you can always email me your answer as well and maybe I'll end up reading it on the show but um, either way you can send that to Megan at mcstarbuck.com. But let's get back to talking to Katie. This is so awesome. So with how I was saying, oh, she's like such a professional, so great at adventuring. I wanted to know what her obstacles have been that maybe have kept her from going on adventures or at least, you know, maybe kind of intimidated her or scared her away from actually going. Girl, this question is so good. I think um, the biggest excuse or obstacle that I've ever encountered to saying yes to any adventure or or something in life is definitely that worth, that self-worth piece, that piece that tells yourself, oh, well, I am not worthy of that or I can't do that, that negative self-talk. And so first and foremost, it's so important to start building up positive self-talk and and really leaning into that part of yourself. Because if you don't actually take action to leap into yourself and figure out why you stop yourself, then the excuses and obstacles are just never going to end. And so you kind of got to get in there in the cracks of the house of the foundation, fill that in, and then start taking action. And um, yeah, or they're just never going to go away. So again, it seems so repetitive, but that internal work is so important in the process to finding adventure. Okay, she's given us some great homework. I'm like, ooh, I'm, I'm going to have to go do some work after this podcast. Uh, but now I mentioned earlier how she took some time off of social media, but I actually didn't know a lot of her story. So Katie, tell us, please enlighten us on how you did that and why. So I really love this question because at the beginning of 2020, I had a really big question I asked myself, and that was, what if you could create in six months what would normally take people five years? And with that question, not only did I sit with it, but I took it so serious. Now, I'm super into self-help books, podcasts, and all the things. And so I didn't come up with that idea on my own. Like, how can you get a jump start? But 
this was the first time that I really sat with it to create really big change in my own life. And um, I knew that I had to leave social media because I was spending too much time there. And time is your own currency as well. And because I was getting sucked into this vortex online, I was unable to take the action that I needed in my life. And so that's why I did the six month social media leave was because I knew I had to do that in order to reshape what I wanted to do um, without all the distractions and expectations of other people and documenting a journey. I had to do it on my own without. A okay, I need more details. Like, whoa, I did not know she did this for six months. Wow. And also that is the best question. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm gonna have to do that one myself. Like, what could I create in six months that normally takes people five years? Oh, I love that. Okay. Okay, tell us more though. I got to have these details. How did this go? What did it look like as you were going through all of this? So the first couple of weeks was really difficult because you're so used to like the scroll and you almost feel like you're having this weird withdrawal when you leave social media, which was actually kind of shocking to me. I didn't think it would affect me that much, but it absolutely did. Um, and then it was all about action, action, action. I was calling real estate agents. I was reaching out to lenders. We were, there was so much of that. We were scheduling walkthroughs in different homes. My husband and I traveled COVID safe all over um, to lakes. We were looking in neighborhoods, trying to figure out like what we wanted as a rental property when we landed in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, um, just because of it's a, it's a year round tourism city. And we really wanted something like that. Um, and to be honest, the first couple of offers did not get accepted. And so it can feel disheartening, but I was like, we are still all in, we are going to figure this out. We're going to make this happen. Um, and so we just kept pushing and chugging along. Wow. So six months off of social media really helped her to be able to have an Airbnb with her husband. That is so cool. I love it. Okay, so she's going to share a little more about that experience and what that was like. So we kept trucking along and um, we really, because of all the hard work of looking and constantly like always, always hours a day looking for homes. I found a property that was for sale and the pictures looked awful. Um, but when we got there, we realized this was like a hidden gem. And so we got so lucky because it was way under market value and we purchased it. And so we got our first vacation home rental in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and we made an Airbnb out of it. And we only had like a month to get it all up and running um, because it was going to get getting into like the November, December season of 2020. And people like always travel to the mountains for Christmas and Thanksgiving. So we were on a time crunch, got it up and going. And honestly, it was the best decision we ever made. And so leaving social media absolutely paid off. Um, but the biggest thing that I learned is that like, you can really make big change if you just actually commit to it. It's commitment and consistency. That is it. That is the biggest lesson. Oh, I feel the pain with like trying to buy a place. Uh, we move a lot. And so we actually, even just renting a place, like it's, it can be so tricky finding somewhere to stay and like something to commit to, something that you really like. And yeah, so I'm super impressed with all that they have done with that. By the way, I'm going to link to her cabin uh, in the show notes so that you can find it and have a look. It even has a pool. Super nice. 
And of course, I wanted to know about her most recent adventure and her upcoming adventures. So buying our first vacation rental and turning it into an Airbnb was definitely our most recent big adventure. Um, And it's still an adventure because I'm learning things every single day with every single guest. And, you know, the, the coolest thing that I feel like, not only that I've learned outside of just commitment to something, but find problems that you want to solve. Because there's a lot of problems that come with owning a rental, um, an Airbnb when you're having guests and people. And there's a lot of little things that come up. But I've learned that like I know this is where I'm designed to be because I enjoy solving those problems. Um, whereas maybe in other situations, I'm like, oh, that's a hassle. I don't want to solve that problem. So find the problems you want to have and then solve them. You know, And, and that's a really cool lesson that I learned with that. And then the next adventure is we're actually going to go up and spend a full like 12 days at our cabin. And so I'm excited to get to to see things um, from a different perspective again. Yeah. Thank you so much, Katie, for sharing your wisdom and experience. This has been super fun. I learned so much and have a lot that I need to put into practice after this. Also, I am going to share her Instagram on uh, in the show notes so that you can find her yourself, which is funny because I'm like, oh, you know, we're both kind of like, oh, not on social media so much, but she is on there enough. I feel like it's a, a way to touch base with her and just find out a little bit more and then you can take it from there. Do you know someone who is super adventurous? I would love to know about them. Maybe even interview them for the podcast. Please introduce me, share their Instagram with me, tell me all about them. You can send me an email. Megan at mcstarbuck.com.